someone's giving me some shit on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some fucking guy just messaged me. So I'm sending a very nice message back, even though he is being very rude. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So I'm almost done with this. Hold on. Almost done. It's wildly misconstrued. I'm using words I never used to. Respect for you. Your wife and your daughter, but I don't appreciate the gross accusation. <laughs> Change gross to grotesque. Ooh, yes. Grotesque yes, accusation. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Grotesque accusation. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> And I hope nothing but the best for you and your family. Fucking boom, dude. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. Episode 25. We've made it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, <sighs> babies. So, how's 25 <laughs> at this point? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I, I am going to be I am gonna be 25 at this point. Um, <laughs> it still feels like 24. <laughs> it feels like I was just 24. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, today, I found out my, uh, uh, got this app uh, where you can check your birth sign. Oh, yeah. And, like, your moon sign and all that shit. Yeah. And uh, I was with this girl, and she was, like, reading all of it. She was, like, ooh, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your diagnosis isn't great. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, dude. Every, every single time uh, I was on a Tinder date once and uh, this girl was like, uh, what's your sign? I was like, I'm a cancer. She's like, this isn't going to work out. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, mean, okay. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Taurus, but when's yeah. your birthday? Oh, that's going to make Taurus. it even worse. Yeah. You're digging a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you? She's like, oh, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm like, oh, that means you're a bitch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Welcome to History of Popcorn, ladies and gentlemen, your secret public movie club. We have made it to 25, and we are as excited as you are. Um, I'm going to start off this episode <laughs> with a follow-up of one of the earlier uh, stories we had. We have a cast now for Cocaine Bear, the Elizabeth Banks project. Have you seen the cast yet that was announced? Oh, I did not. I'm not yeah. a fan. I remember you and I talking about this, though, and we both agreeing that we're not fans of Elizabeth Banks. Uh, yeah, that was directing. an interesting choice. But I mean, hey, it's not written by her or anything. Like, like a, I think she wrote Charlie's Angels or was one of the writers on Charlie's Dude, Angels. Let's let's just not let's not talk about Charlie's Angels. <laughs> I, think, I think that's best to just leave that to where it was. <laughs> so we got a writer and a cast now for this Cocaine Bear, which is a Phil Lord Chris Miller produced project. Um, we got Ray Liotta, Carrie Russell, nice. Alden Einrich, who played Solo, Han Solo in the prequel movie. Oh, Oshay dude, thank Jackson God he's doing Jr. something else. I know, he's coming back. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Good. back. And uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson from Modern Family. That seems I like an them. okay cast. I like Alden Einrich. I think that's a good... I think... I forgot what his name is. The guy who actually stole all the money from... But I think he's going to have a mustache. And Phil Lord and Chris Miller worked with Alden for a little bit right with solo because they were attached to solo so that's probably yeah. why they want they wanted to work with him again be like let's have a better relationship and work again together which i think is uh, cool i think uh carrie russell was in solo as well I'm oh she sure. was or no 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 yeah, she, she, like a later, part. she was in the late later star wars the last star wars okay yeah so, oh yes yes that's right that's right that's right she played oscar isaac's 
yeah weird like thing dra- <laughs> weird thing yeah no, no. made yeah, no yeah. sense we didn't need it but hey um yeah, i like that cast yeah no that's a good cast um it's so funny i have um from when we were talking about this forever ago for some reason i have a picture downloaded and it's like on my screen of the guy oh that, yeah because i sent that the, to you and it just took forever to download. you're like oh, i'll get it eventually <laughs> oh yeah because we were trying yeah, to come up with casting just, for it yeah yeah i can see i could see uh, uh old nemerick having That'd a mustache cool. and yeah i uh yeah no i'm glad that he's he, he's he should because man like he needs to get back out there because he was in um oh shit what was it called hail caesar Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh I wasn't yeah, a fan of, I wasn't a fan of that movie, but goddamn, what dude, is the his, what is the line he's trying to say again? Uh, whether it's worse or simple, whether it's worse or simple, yeah, you just couldn't. <laughs> whether say it's worse or simple, whether it's horror so simple, whether it's horror, whether it's horror, dude. No, he's so <laughs> fucking funny in that. Yeah. yeah, no, he's he's absolutely fantastic in that movie. Did we talk about the writer of this movie? Because this writer hasn't done much. He's only written the Babysitter sequel, the Killer Queen one on netflix oh no that's all he's written so it's like oh that's all he's credited for at least on imdb he might be not updated but he might have wrote the first one too but yeah he's only this is only a second project which is interesting his name is jimmy warden did Uh, you like any either of the babysitter movies uh i like the first one in the way like it was fun and i like the way it looked the second one didn't make sense much i like the way they look they have good production design but the yeah. stories themselves I just, I hate, are kind of weak. Yeah. I hate Mick G. I really, really, really do not like Mick G. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Mick G. He's yeah. uh... Anybody that calls themselves Mick G, just, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I trust you. But, um, yeah, I mean, you can't really judge. Like, I'm pretty sure that uh, The Babysitter 2 as well had, uh, had like, fucking, like, six screenwriters. So it's kind of hard to judge, judge mm-hmm. off of that quite yeah. yet. But that is a weak start. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know how that could go. I it's hard to do that. Well, judge it if he has nothing to judge. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. But that's cool. Is that's there cool. Anything, I mean, like, any I'm new still very... Nope, there's not. Oh, they're shooting very... it in. Uh, they're shooting it in. Where was it? Australia. Hmm. Or no, Ireland. They're shooting it in Ireland. That's Doesn't it take place in like Portland or something? I think so. That's why it's very weird that they're shooting it all the way. Wow. It's so weird how movies, movie productions do that. I mean, like it's understandable because like they like, you know, it's a lot easier to, to film outside of, of America than it is to shoot. Yeah. It's probably more expensive. Yeah. But it still makes no sense how like there's, if your movie set in Portland, why are you, why are you going to like fucking New Zealand or some shit? <laughs> that <laughs> looks just, nothing yeah. like Portland. You guys have to, I, I feel like you would have to put in more money to try to make, make it, it look it. like yeah, Portland. Dress it up like it. That's Instead of just fucking coughing up the money to just go to Portland. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't weird. know why they would do that. Probably because it's all, I don't know why. Maybe it's all or, open and it's just, I don't know. I yeah, don't no, there, know. there has to be, there has to be other, other little aspects to it, but, uh, but yeah, no, I'm very interested. I really, really like, like I said before, not a fan of Elizabeth Banks's yeah. directing, but so far, yeah, because so far she's only done um, Pitch Perfect two and Charlie's Angels, right? Yes, or was it Pitch Perfect three? It was two, right? Um, I think it was the second one. I, I you know what? Is there I a Pitch Perfect there three? Was a third one. I, oh, that's right. what I was. I forgot that there was a third one. Pitch Perfect one, two. Yeah, there's three. Okay. Wow. Okay. 
Um, yeah, so that started production. Hopefully some cool stuff comes out of that. <clears throat> um, let's see. I got another story here. Blumhouse is making another classic. They're bringing another classic out, which is interesting. They're doing another Exorcist project. And the way that they pitched it was oh, no. that it's going to be a direct sequel to the first one, just like Halloween was their new Halloween with Jamie. What are, I was going to say Jamie Foxx, but it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, so they're going to try to do that with the Exorcist series, which I have, I've never seen <laughs> the Exorcist. I've only seen one scene of the Exorcist, which was that scene where her head spins around. My mom made me watch that over and over until I wasn't scared about it anymore. It was pretty, uh, pretty scarring actually but i was like crying and she would just play the youtube video again she's like look it's just a movie and then she would like show me the steam coming out of the neck and stuff so i was like okay and i think that's kind of what made me want to do movies a little bit too subconsciously because i was like oh it's not real and they made it look real so then i like kind of learned how they did movies a little bit and i was like huh that's yeah there's a difference between reality and movies that's cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i remember that very very vividly because it was scarring (laughs) yeah uh Dude, how many? There's been a lot of Exorcist movies, haven't there? Probably, yeah. I uh, I think there's like almost five, maybe. Yeah, I know it's not like a, a crazy number, like uh, the Saw movies or the Halloween movies, especially the Halloween movies. Oh my <clears> yeah, God, I think there's there, so many of those. I think there's five. There's Exorcist, Exorcist Two, The Heretic, Exorcist Three, Exorcist: The Beginning, and Dominion prequel to The Exorcist. Yeah, I've never seen, I've only seen the first one and I don't think I've ever like really finished it. I think I've only seen it like on TV. I've yeah. never like watched it, but um, it was like on AMC or something. So it still had, it just, it just oh, didn't have cursing. Is Max so von Sato in the first one? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think he's in all of them, isn't he? He's the exorcist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's uh, he's in all of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in, he's the expert, I guess. Cool. Well, yeah, I will have to watch The Exorcist eventually because it is a movie that is uh, what's it called, an Academy Award winning movie. So was it was it a, a it was an Academy Award for screenplay, I believe. Nice. Yeah, best yeah, adapted um, screenplay. Yeah, that was one of those movies too, where like uh, uh had like one of those curses, right? think so uh i know i know for sure one of them was uh what's that one movie poltergeist right that one was yeah poltergeist was especially super cursed <laughs> super super cursed because uh um they actually it's so funny the entire movie is is about this house being above a, a, a indian burial ground and what do they do in real life? They shoot it in real burial ground. <laughs> yeah. And don't and tell they, the they didn't pay any of the they didn't pay any of the skeletons their money, and that's why they're angry. <laughs> Unpaid Look work is no fun. They saw they saw what Casper was getting, and they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he got his own movie and everything, and we just gotta sit here. Yeah. That's funny. Well, nice, uh, man. Uh, so, do they have a release date for that, or is it just or um, no? It's just set up it's, to direct. It's not yet. They just announced that they are putting it together, and I think Jason Blom came out with a statement about it. He said it's going to be like David's Halloween sequel. David Gordon, who did Halloween with um, mm-hmm. what's his name, 
Danny McBride, they Danny both McBride. Wrote it, which is cool. I think it's going to be pleasantly oh, yeah. surprised. I think it's going to pleasantly surprise all the skeptics out there. And we had a lot of skeptics about Halloween and David turned them out around. And I think he's going to turn it around with the exorcist. Oh, so it's, it's David just doing it. I think. Oh, interesting. Ah, that's, okay. well, that's what it okay. sounds like. With so David, I guess he's I just going to, yeah, they're just going to hand him off that one too. Uh, Jason Blum also said that I love uh, to do these kinds of movies because people are very emotional about it. <laughs> I like to I like to piss people off. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's a high bar and it's a high challenge to do this movie. Uh, remember, most of the audience coming to this 90, 95 percent of the audience who will, if we do our jobs right, uh, will come to see this movie. will not have to will not have seen the first Exorcist or even heard of it. I want to make a movie that works for both audiences, and I want to make a movie that people that know and love the first exorcist and are furious that we're doing this, but somehow drag themselves to the theater. I want them to come out happy. I want to make a movie that people who never heard of the exorcist really enjoy. I think David did that with Halloween and he'll do that with the exorcist also. So yeah, it's David Gordon. That'd be cool. If, <laughs> that'd be cool. What if you got another comedian instead of Danny McBride to do the movie with him? Just like what? Like who else? Probably will. I mean, it seems like, um, seems like, the Blumhouse guys are going that this weird route where um, they're they're getting like these unorthodox directors and people to star in them and shit. Yeah. I I mean David Gord Green is I've always liked him as a director because he's done so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing him like like do like these horror movies now it's like it's so weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's what I was thinking the entire time I was watching Halloween. Like it's good. Like I liked it, but the entire time it was like. Man, this is just weird. It's yeah, directed by the guy who did Pineapple Express. He yeah. directed Pineapple Express. I still haven't seen that. I know he did a show called Vice Principles, which I like. That's great. Yeah, that was, that a, was a great show. It was a fucked up show. That was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he also did Your Highness and The Sitter. Like oh, he wow. was dude, yeah, no, he once he did Pineapple Express, that's that's why it's so funny. He always does this where at first he was like a indie director, he's doing all these little dramas, mm-hmm. and then he did Pineapple Express, and then he became the comedy director. You know, he did Your Highness and then The Sitter, but those movies bombed. So he went back to doing indie movies, and, he, and everyone was like, he's very prestigious. And now he's doing horror. He's back to the studio just doing horror. So it's like really like, it's crazy. Like I've, I, I've never really like seen a, a director do so many weird, weird turns like that. Oh, he also directed a show I watched called Raven's Banquet or Mythic Quest. It's a, uh... Rob McKinley's show from yeah, Sunny. Yeah, yeah, That's a good uh, one. I like it a lot. He did the pilot in a couple episodes. Oh, interesting. My brother's wife uh, tells me to watch that all the time. I like the first season a lot. Second season kind of drags, but it's it's pretty good. I just I'm seeing here now that David Gordon Green's also directing the Hellraiser TV series. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, they just want him to do horror now. Interesting. It's so weird, right? It's just, it's really weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. He did it's Eastbound really, and really Down. Weird. That's a show I need to watch. Eastbound and Down is great. Oh, wait. Hold on. Undertow? He directed a movie that one, uh, my film teacher wrote that we watched in school. I didn't know it was David Gordon Green. It's called Undertow. Oh, nice. My friend, my uh, old film teacher, Joe Conway, wrote that movie and he showed it to us and. It was pretty gross, but it's pretty good actually. <laughs> he he, mem- I remember him tell. It's uh, he told us about this one scene about. Uh, it has Jamie Bell, and I think Jamie Bell's character like falls on top of like or like jumps on top of a piece of wood, and a giant nail goes through his foot, and he like has this thing nailed to the bottom of his foot for like most of the movie and stuff. It's 
pretty insane, actually. <laughs> I'm good. Um, wow, that's cool. Josh Lucas is in that too. Yes, Josh Lucas. Love Josh. Do I miss Josh Lucas? I think he's in uh the Forever Purge right now in theaters. Oh God, man. <laughs> that's no, where his career yeah, is going. Yeah, he's in huh? the Forever Purge right now, and he was oh. in the Secret sequel, The Secret Dare to Dream. No, Josh <laughs> came out last year. Josh, <laughs> it's the power of doing... positive thinking. <laughs> Go back to doing a, a sweet home Alabama. I think he wait, is that Josh Lucas? I don't know if it is. There's this movie that oh, yes, we might is. talk about later. Um that I think he might be in, but it might be someone else who looks like him. Um what year was that? 2005? Oh, he was in Poseidon. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh that's one of my favorite. Yeah, it's one of my favorite bad movies. Mm-hmm. Fergie's that. in that. Yeah, dude, that's right. <laughs> She's just the performer in the room. That's funny. That was the movie too that uh, that that kind of stopped Kurt Russell from from acting for a while. Yeah, but then everyone realized he's Kurt Russell. And he can't stop him. Yeah. Well, then Took he became Santa Claus. Yeah, that's his big thing. But I think I think Quentin Tarantino brought him back as that stunt man. And mm-hmm. so they're like, oh, okay, he's he's back, I guess. And he randomly fucking narrated the second half of the movie. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. very weird, very he, weird. Yeah, he became a he became a Quentin Tarantino collaborator, so that'll always keep you a uh, relevant. Oh yeah, he was in the Hateful Eight too. <laughs> yeah, he destroyed mm-hmm. a he destroyed an iconic like old guitar. Like they forgot to replace the guitar with a fake guitar, and they used like an old vintage guitar that was like almost half the budget of the movie or something. Oh, no way. Yeah. The scene where he destroys it. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's why that. J, J, uh, Jennifer, what is her name? Jennifer Jason Lee or something. Mm-hmm. She like at her reaction is like, Oh my God, like that's the real guitar he destroyed in the, in the movie. So he's, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Oh my God. That's hysterical. Yeah. No, he's brutal in that movie. He's like, that's- he's like John Wayne. If he was more racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't it? Have you heard about, um, What's it called? Walt Disney's dying words being Kurt Russell. Yeah, no, he, he wrote it down. It is, wrote I down what that name. means. Um, yeah, there are a lot of weird theories about it. <laughs> Interesting. But, um, one of them is um, like I think Kurt Russell was um, he was like in the Mickey Mouse Club or something like that, mm. and he was like, yeah, like right before he died, he was like saying like we need to get this kid like a five picture deal or whatever. He was like, still working. Kid, yeah, yeah, I'm on the deathbed, but dude, check it out. We need this kid, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. But he, he was, was also a... very anti-Semitic, so Disney's weird. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Maybe, um, maybe he thought that Kurt Russell was Jewish, and he was like, "No, no, 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 don't, don't hire him. I'm telling you to kill him." Yeah, <laughs> it's a hit list. It's yeah. the last of his hit list. <laughs> yeah, I'm going uh, for Kurt Russell, Har- just... Harvey Firestein. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, I wonder if you, Kurt Russell's Jewish. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to find this out. He played Santa. He can't be. He's probably not that Jewish. <laughs> He's not that Jewish. He played Santa. <laughs> that is um, true. That is actually a really fair point. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Do you know Mac Miller? Oh, Are you a of fan course. of Mac Miller? Yep. Love him. Love him. <clears throat> I, uh, yeah. No, I'm huge inspiration. I love him. So there's this movie coming out. Uh, called well, it was called Good News, 
and it was kind of based on the music on his uh, last album. I love that song. And um, let's see, Machine Gun Kelly is supposedly making a movie called Good News, which is kind of loosely inspired by Mac Miller in a way. And it's a, a fictional account of the final days of a young, talented, I'll be a troubled musician. Mm. And um, and it says that it's noted to be inspired by Mac Miller, Lil Peep, Pop Smoke, and Juice World. So all these all these artists who died really young. And um, I got a lot of backlash for this because people are like, they shouldn't be using these people's names for publicity now at this point, especially mm-hmm. for a story like that. Um, mm-hmm. So Mac Miller's brother came out and was like, this is incredibly distasteful. Like you, you need to change the title at least. And so now they are going to change the title from good news, but um, I, I think it's very interesting that they did drop those names, like the, the people who actually died and the producers of good news, well, it's not going to be called Good News anymore, but released a statement that said, our film is about a fictional musician on the rise with a troubled life. It's not in any way a biopic or based on any artist's true life. We realized the title, was, uh, which was intended as an homage to Mac Miller and other artists gone too soon, feels disrespectful. We've heard from many people on social media who have found it offensive. So without hesitation, we will change it. Huh. Um, yeah, this sounds like, um, um, that Kurt Cobain movie that Gus Van Chet tried to do last days called last days. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, because I think the same thing happened where that's not a documentary. That's a movie. No, it's a, it's a movie about like him being in the cabin, like what, but, but they couldn't use, um, Kurt Cobain's name. Right. So they, they changed it into something else and people fucking hated it because it is, and I'll kind of, I kind of agree with this because it is just kind of like um, um, romanticizing, kind of um, yeah, the um, glorifying the tragedies. And MGK is a weird choice too. Like yeah, he's not bad. He's not like I think that he's actually a really funny performer. He, so uh, far, they cast him where he needs to be cast. Though, like he's a collaborator yeah. with the uh, Pete Davidson's movies. It seems like where he just shows yeah. up. Big time adolescence, especially like he was so fucking funny in that movie, but. He was in um, a movie I just watched with Emma Roberts and Dave Franco. The oh nerve. yeah, the nerve. And dude, he is awful in that. He is yeah. really, really fucking bad. Him trying to act, like actually act, is terrible. Mm-hmm. And honestly, his entire like thing about him right now of like being like a little like overly woke, I guess, um, is kind of is annoying and kind of obnoxious. So I think he's a weird choice too. So I mean, like this isn't a bad idea though. I think, I think Mac Miller is a great, like he inspiration. Yeah. And, and I don't think the thing about him too, that is so different from like the other uh, artists that have passed that he was such a positive dude and he didn't have a lot of, um, he didn't have a lot of uh, 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 bad qualms about him besides his like drug addiction stuff, but nobody, yeah. There's never like a time when you see him like pissing, like doing like some Justin Bieber shit where he's like pissing at a mop bucket yeah. and being a total asshole. So seeing something like that, I think would actually be cool and something like and, and a good change of pace and just show it depends on the ex- ac- I don't know, execution, but it, was, it could show like even if, you know, you're really sweet and good natured, uh, the business can can, you know, it can, it can kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it could be a good, good idea. 
But what they shouldn't have done is um, kind of name drop all those people, <laughs> name drop all those people and just say like, oh, it's the last week of this guy's life. They shouldn't have said that at all. They should have yeah. just said we're doing a movie characters kind of based off Mac Miller. We, you and I in the audience could have made the distinction like, oh, I, I wonder if he's going to pass in the end or whatever, you know? Yeah, we can we can do that because we're all smart people and stuff. We don't need to we don't need someone to just tell us like, I don't know. It just sounds it's it is it is pretty distasteful. And I actually kind of agree with uh with Mac his brother. brother. Yeah, yeah. I think um he's using a lot of uh curse words. But, um, <laughs> he, does. he does swear a lot in this statement. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, I get, I get it though. Like he's, I would be upset too. I mean, like, it's like, like, like I said before, it's not like Mac Miller and to, and to compare him to like fucking little peep and shit too. Yeah. Is like, or put him in the same boat as them. This is little peep. He had a fucking controversial ass uh, career. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to put that on the same wavelength is just kind of like, I feel like the other uh, people that he mentioned too, didn't have as long of a career as Mac Miller. Mac no. Miller was around for quite a while. And I feel like, the other people they mentioned were only around for like a year or two, which was kind of crazy to think about is that they were around for such a short amount of time. But I think that's the point of this, a, like a quick rise to fame thing. But Mac Miller wasn't a quick rise. He no. worked for a while. And see, and that's another interesting, interesting thing about his career. And I always thought like if they did do a biopic on him, I think it would be actually very interesting because yeah. it's something that, it's not, it's not like other biopics. Like he was damaged, but he wasn't, you know, I just, I don't want to repeat myself, but, uh, yeah. but so, I mean, like, that's a good, that's a good, uh, launching part point and how young he was too. And all that, like there, there, there are a lot of good components to this, but I think already they kind of shot themselves in the foot and, uh, giving everyone a sour um, taste kind of. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Now, now everyone's, even if they aren't going to use, um, it's like, it's like that movie Lost Days where it's like, you get the intention, but you can totally tell like, oh, you're just banking off of a tragedy kind of, <laughs> and it's kind of fucked up. But, um, but who knows? Who knows? I think good news is actually, a pretty like cool name. I wish that they, that they, that they didn't uh, get rid of that, but I, I understand it. But even on the IMDb, it says, a rising the last di- last days of a rising but problematic musician like Mac yeah Miller wasn't really problematic yeah he mac just, miller wasn't problematic he, no, he, had, he some had problems he had, internally but he didn't yeah he, wasn't, he didn't cause problems for other people which all the problems that he had were were to himself and not to anyone else so that mm-hmm. yeah so so i can totally see it i can totally see how this is like if i was a part of the family too i would be like even i'm not even a part of the family I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck you <laughs> that's, yeah. that's 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 it's kind of a kind of a rude thing to do yeah especially for uh machine gun kelly like they were friends and not not just that they were friends and he's best friends with pete davidson who was with ariana grande so there's like a lot of stuff right there that's kind of like yeah hmm, hmm. that's that's a little that's a little fucked up bud it's a little and kind of way too soon too yeah way too soon like because mac miller died like what like like four years ago was it that long ago i think i think it's now been like four years three years yeah, okay, three years. three years, yeah. Sad. That's sad. Yeah. He just had a new be... he just had a verse come out on a new song though, which was really interesting to hear. He's like a on a new Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did I hear did him sh- again. It's a good song. I haven't listened to it, but I did hear about that. The director of this movie I'm not too familiar with. His name is Yeah, Tim I was just Sutton. looking at his stuff. And he's he's done one, two, three, four, five other films, and they all seem super like serious movies. 
and he's mm-hmm. written and directed all of his own movies by himself. So we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, yeah we will. We will see. I I hope uh, that it's it's good. I really do because yeah, I think I hope that it's respectful. Is good. And I hope. I don't know. Yeah. I've never been blown away by Machine Gun Kelly. Like he's he has a movie coming out with Megan Fox, and like what's his name? John McClane. What's his name? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Thank you. Yes. Oh no, that's not good. Detective movie. That's not. There's a few trailers for it and stuff. It looks pretty underfunded. Where it's just like, what is going on? But it seems like it was supposed to be a vehicle for Megan Fox to be like, I can act because Megan Fox is trying to become an actress again, like a mainstream actress. She's like, I would love to be in the Marvel series, and it's like, get in line, sister. We all want to be, and we all want to get paid the big bucks. Yeah, and and you need to. You need to be a better actor. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you need I'm to sorry. go take some classes. Um, yeah, she's so she's dating yeah. MGK right now. Her only yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, her only good movie to me was um, uh, Jennifer's Body. That's what I was going to talk about next. Is that she expressed interest in reviving Jennifer's Body as a, with a sequel or a TV show? And I was like, all right, well, bank on the only good thing you've made. Mm-hmm. Just funny. Yeah, the only, the only good thing. Yeah, everything else that she's done has been super, super lackluster, and she's just such a bland, bland, bland actress. Yeah, and they wrote to they wrote to that with Jennifer's body, where she's just not really that interesting, but she's just attractive to the people, and they, she, that's how she traps them. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, she's fun in that movie because they just know how to, they knew how to utilize her, mm-hmm. her uh, persona and. Even though I know that the marketing for Jennifer's body and stuff was uh, had a lot of backlash because they wanted to like sell the sex more than more than the feminist message. But I think I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was I remember when the the, the trailers and stuff came out. Uh, Who's the guy in that? I like I think I remember I like the actor in that movie. Let's see. I forgot his name, though. Jennifer's body. Yeah. The nice this is Amanda Seyfried. It's Amanda Seyfried, one of her big first breakout roles. Yeah. Diablo Cody. Oh, yeah. Johnny yeah Simmons. Johnny Simmons. I like Simmons. Johnny Simmons. That's who it is. Yeah, it's, it's one of the only good Diablo Cody movies, too. That's not, I never count before, Juno because Juno's fantastic. Yeah, before she, she went under the radar after a while, I feel like Diablo. Yeah, yeah, she um, because she yeah she just started doing the same fucking thing. Oh yeah, she like did those and, two movies with uh, Charlize Theron that kind of went downhill. Tully and Young Adult. Oh yeah, yeah. After those ones, they kind of were like, oh, let's let her chill for a while. I, the ideas. I forgot that she did. I actually really like both of those movies, especially Tully. Tully. I never saw Tully. Tully's really 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 good as one of those endings where you're like really but when you think about it and you like you watch it again it's actually pretty fucking like it's 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 great that's that's a great that's a really really good movie i remember watching young adult and being like oh it's in minnesota and i remember seeing pat oswald and the whole scene like they have like a intimate scene and with, with pat oswald and i'm like, yeah it made me really uncomfortable and when i saw it at the time 
Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember she has like a flesh colored like paste on, and it's just like it just was weird to look at. She's like like a Barbie <laughs> or something. It's just an awkward sex scene to watch, guys. I think my parents were there, and I was still kind of young, and I was like, ah. <laughs> well, also, um, just seeing Patton Oswalt in the sex scene is kind of. <laughs> Although I was uncomfortable with Charlize Theron, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no, uh. uh I, I really liked a uh, young adult. I liked, I liked, I saw a movie in the theater with mm-hmm. Aldo. Oh, wow. And he hated it. He was like, this is boring. And so yeah. he went to go see girl with the jagged tattoo <laughs> with William Morrison and, uh, and other, some other peeps that we were with. Yeah. And like, they came oh, back like 20 kid. minutes later. It came back like 20 minutes later. Cause it was after like one of like the 60 rape scenes. And they were like, like you know what? We're good with just they came back just shaking. Like, yeah. I don't want to go back in there. <laughs> they were like, you know what? You know what? Young adult isn't as bad as we thought it was. That's funny. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, I remember all those being stressed out and he hated Charlie's Karen's Theron's character. Mm-hmm. Like, she's such a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you get stuck in Minnesota with nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> You know from experience. Yeah, I had to get out of there quick. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm really quick. Uh, I'm because now I'm going through Diablo Cody's IMDb. Yeah, he's uh, attached to rights um, an untitled Madonna biopic. I saw that. Yeah, and she wrote the Powerpuff Girls pilot reboot. Yeah, yeah. The pilot. The live action CW TV show. They wrote, they made the whole pilot and it got denied by the studio. I so heard. They're reshooting it and they're rewriting it. Cause I think we talked about this before, but they like, they put bubbles in a rehab. They made like Blossom like a slut where she like sends nudes to everyone and stuff all the time. And like, I don't even know what they did with Buttercup, but it's just like all these things just didn't work. Uh huh. It kind of sounds like what they were trying to do with uh with Scooby Doo, with James Gunn wanted to do Scooby Doo. Oh yeah. And then the studio was like, you know what? This is a really bad idea. Yeah, let's soften this up a little bit, James. And you can tell uh, when you're watching uh, watching Scooby Doo, it's like, oh, this was supposed to go a different way. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of innuendos. There's this oh, yeah. clip going around of uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar talking about the movie, and she's like. The, well, the reason I wanted to do it was because it didn't conform to any like demographic of boys show or girl show. It was kind of just for everybody and it, everybody mm-hmm. can enjoy it. And they cussed to Freddie Prince Jr. And he's like, well, it has a talking dog. Like, why wouldn't you do that? It's just like two different levels of like why they did it. It's really funny. It's just the way they cut it. She's just super deep about it and why she chose it. And he's like, there's a talking dog in it, Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> like, of course, I I'm love- going to do it. <laughs> I, lo- I remember when I found out that those two were actually uh, married. Yeah. And I was so happy. Yeah. And they're still together too, which is awesome. Everyone. And they're, so happy. They're Talk about power together. couple. Yes, truly. They're, they, they, they know how to do it. Cause they're not like overbearing, like, like in the, in the headlines every week. Like they're just yeah, living like their lives at this Megan, point. Yeah. Like yeah. Megan Fox and MGK. Yeah. Yeah. Every single time I see a picture of them, I'm like, ah, you guys are trying so hard. Yeah, they like they cool spend the they, kids. Yeah, every time they go out, everything about them is coordinated. It's like seriously, that seems like a lot of extra work. Yeah, like him yeah. wearing the nails and stuff. Like I get it, I yeah. respect it, I Painting like his it. Mouth but black why? And shit with her, like yeah, yeah. All this shit. Yeah, it's like it's, it's all publicity. Don't, don't, it's like ugh. it's all publicity. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> 
anyways, anyways. And they're in a movie together too. They're just like, we're gonna be that couple in movies now, and it's yeah, it's gonna work. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna do do some movies with each other, <clears throat> and yeah, weren't they in both of the? Uh, I know what you did last summers, wasn't it that or or maybe maybe not? I, am, uh, I think is it? I haven't seen those yep. ones yet. All right, was that kind of like a parody type slasher movies, kind of like Scream, where it was kind of meta? Yeah, it's written by Kevin Williamson. Oh, I didn't know or that. Williams. Williamson. I don't remember. Uh, a friend uh, of mine, or a girl I went to high school with, is working with him on a new project. Do, oh, nice. Are you on his page, Kevin? Um, no, but I can be very, very quick. Someone I went to high school with. Her name is Gideon. She was um the Gideon. Yeah, the, she was the nerdy girl with glasses and blockers. Um. Oh, you know her? Yeah, she was in my. She went to my high school, and she was in my graduating class. And she was really, she's really, really nice. Oh. And her mom is um, Pamela Adlon, who was the voice, or she's a. Uh, she was the associated with Louis C.K. for a while, and she was also has a TV show on FX or whatever. I love her. So her daughter is uh, went to my school, and we were in the same graduating class. And she's super cool, but she's doing a movie by Kevin Williamson called Sick. It's a pandemic movie. Due to the pandemic, Parker and her best friend decide to quarantine at the family lake house alone. Or so they think. <sighs> so it's going to be like da, a, da, da, da. That's all I know about it. But I was really, it was really cool to see her cast in something with Kevin Williams. And she's like, it's a dream come true. And I'm like, that's awesome. Good for her. Yeah, he's a very, uh, he's, he's such a tween, uh, a dramatic yeah, writer he, he, he was the showrunner for just, the vampire diaries for a while i was like what? And, yeah and dawson's creek oh yeah dawson's um, creek yeah so uh yeah he uh, it's so that's like he, he's so perfect he's, he's such a funny writer because you can totally tell he does not take himself seriously at all mm-hmm. yeah but he he just has fun writing his movies and even if they are far-fetched like teaching mrs tingle is like <laughs> so it's such a stupid movie but I I love I love pretty much every moment of of that. Was it the third screen that he didn't write? They took it away. From yeah, the yeah. The third one of. they took away, and then they they took they took that one away, and then they gave him H two O that Halloween movie. Oh wow! He and did then H2O. they took that away. That's hilarious. No, but then they took that away from him. He was only credited <laughs> as being the story. Oh, producer. Okay. No, and then he did um that one Wes Craven movie, Cursed. Oh, which, uh, Christina Ritchie. Which, yeah, which they took that away from, from <laughs> both of them. Uh, they always, he always so, has a good story, but he starts to fumble once he writes that. Yeah, no, he he didn't he didn't work until um, uh, Curse was the last movie that he did until Scream Four. Uh, yeah, Became which is like, kind of, I think. Yeah, he's probably yeah he's focusing more on TV, which isn't you know isn't bad. That's what he like a lot of his movies, especially like Teaching Mrs. Tingle, <clears throat> just feels like an extended. <laughs> Dawson's Creek episode. Mm-hmm. Um so it's like he he kind of he kind of fits them all in there. But Scream, dude, Scream is that first first scream, that script is so fucking perfect. I don't care how cheesy cheesy it is. That is that is one of my favorite scripts of all time. I think that it's such a good, such a fun movie. He said he pumped it out really quick too. He's just like, I you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Since I like that though. Sometimes not overthinking things work. Yeah, and it seems like that everybody 
was on the same page too. Like mm-hmm. even if the dialogue was was cheesy, everyone was like, "Well, it's supposed to be like this yeah. is we're, we're we're making fun of horror movies." Yeah, actually, I mean that would have been what what world would we live in? Do you think if they kept the title "Scary Movie," that'd be interesting? Yeah, well, and then we would never probably. get scary movies, or maybe they would call it something. But yeah, that's just interesting to me that is the first title was "Scary Movie." Yeah, they would have called it just horror flicks. Horror flicks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was just watching Scary Movie three the other day, and I don't know why that movie gets so much shit. I was cracking up. Scary Movie the three. That's funny. the first one I saw, like consciously like when i was growing up like i had seen the other ones in the background probably like i remember mm-hmm. and stuff like what's up and stuff but the third one was the first one i was like this is and i was found myself watching through and through and laughing that was also like my first impression of um a anna ferris and i was like i didn't know she yeah. was, wait i didn't know she was in the other ones at the time because i didn't know names and actors to, at that time but and I was, yeah, I went she's, back uh, and she's, she's, like, she's in these ones too wow yeah, she was in uh, uh, every one besides the fifth one, which yeah. the fifth one is. Fifth one is. Shoo, hoo, 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 hoo. Is that one? I even like. Um, yes, but it one, also has. It also has a, a fucking Ashley Tisdale oh, trying to be the the new titular yeah. character. It's so bad. That movie is so. That's movie so bad. Like I think all the I think like the scary movie three and four get a lot of shit for no reason, but. They're just fun, stupid movies, but Scary Movie 5, yeah, give that movie all the shit in the world. I wanted to talk about this movie with Simon Rex, like a couple, like I think last episode, but Simon Rex is doing a movie with Sean Baker, who did the Florida Project, I believe. Interesting. And Tangerine, and this movie, and like it stars, it stars Simon Rex, and it's called Red Rocket, and it comes out this year, and if you know Sean Baker, his movies are pretty intense, like uh, themes. But this movie stars or goes as Mikey Saber as a washed up porn star. He returns to his small Texas hometown. Not that anyone really wants him back. And it's Simon Rex in a serious role. Wasn't Simon Rex like a real, didn't he, wasn't he like a porn star in real life too? No, he's a rapper. Oh, okay. He's a, he's, he's a rapper named Dirt Nasty. And, uh. He's re- he was really big when like I was oh like, he did no he did yeah. start he he was a porn star before he was famous oh he was yeah he, he, he legitimately he was appeared in some pornographic solo scenes in a series of straight to video gay porn hmm. oh damn well, I wonder if they like wrote it okay. together or inspired by him or if he just was like they his agent was like dude <laughs> this sounds just like you because it's written by Sean Baker and this guy named Chris Bergoch who was a collaborator for the Florida project and um, Tangerine and stuff. So, I mean, Sean Baker is a Academy award chaser, I believe not in the intentional way, but like he, he gets recognition whenever he makes something. Yeah. Well, the Florida so, project, man. Great. And Tangerine was great too. Yeah, like he, he, he has Tangerine a good eye on an iPhone. Yeah, I think he did. Which is he, Steven Soderbergh yeah. did, which was cool. Exactly. Hell yeah, dude. Well, good. Good for him. Good for Simon Rex. Damn, dude. Well, good yeah. for Simon Rex. That's out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, that's what I was. That's crazy. Too. I'm like, I remember liking him in the in Scary Movie 4, was it? Was that the one with Charlie Sheen that's they make fun of signs? Or is that? The uh, no, no, that was scary. That's Scary Movie 3. That's, I yeah, like no, that he's, one. He's, he's hysterical in that. Yeah, I like that one, actually. I, and I liked him in that. And I was like, where is this guy? What is this? Who is this? My Who favorite. Is this? <laughs> yeah. My favorite part is when... Uh, uh, He's watching Anna Ferris's nephew and she comes in and he's passed out. 
And she's like, what are you doing? Where is he? He's like, I don't know. We were just playing this game. And then he looks down and he realizes he has Yahtzee. He's like, Yahtzee! (laughs) (laughs) And then he passes up. (laughs) His his comedic timing was so funny. And the, uh, 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 I have a dream. What's your dream? To have a dream. (laughs) You just hate me because I'm black. No, he has some of my favorite favorite lines. Um, Oh, wow. Simon Rex was in a movie was in another parody horror movie called Shriek, if you know what I did last Friday the 13th. We'll see. That's what I was just going to say. I remember seeing the cover of that. (laughs) Well, that movie and a scary movie, that's why why the Jason Friedberg and Aaron, those those guys that do like epic movie and date movie and shit like that. So they wrote the script for that one. Yeah, as, as a competitor. Well, no, no, no. Miramax bought it out and they, instead of, instead of, um, uh, like remaking it, they just basically like stole most of like, like some of their ideas and (laughs) put them in scary movies. So that's, that's that's the only reason why they got credit. We're going to release this to DVD and then we're going to make our own movie and put it in theaters. (laughs) That was a straight DVD movie. Yeah. If I were, if I were those guys, I would have done exactly what they did too. Like, you know what? You guys really fucked us. We're going to now make the worst movies you can ever think of. How can you do that? You just did epic movie and date movie. Oh, we got disaster movie, yo. (laughs) We have vampires suck, yo. What else do you have? (laughs) What else do you have? Oh, man, don't you worry. You remember the Hunger Games? We got the Starving Games, yo. Oh, yeah. They're still and super fast. I think that's one of them. Yeah. Best night ever. Dude, oh, my God. Have you heard? Dude. The title for the next movie though is kind of funny. Which one? Star Wars episode XXXIVE equals MC2, The Force Awakens, <laughs> The Last funny. Jedi Who Went Rogue. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's that's someone gets paid the big bucks just to come up with the title. De- and definitely. dude, oh my god. And the <laughs> the the synopsis on IMDb is a Star Wars spoof movie where the directors don't even know what the word parody means. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, they don't even have a cast for that. I'm <clears throat> sure that I'm sure that that's not happening. Oh my god, there's more. There's more. Oh my god. From the hacks who are so irrelevant, they don't even have their pictures on IMDb <laughs> anywhere. Comes their latest exploit of a genre beaten like a dead horse. Witness the obvious lack of effort through a script that thinks putting people in horrible costumes of the most popular movies at the time when kicking them in the balls or putting them through bad slapstick is still somehow funny. Wow. They also cast amateur D-list. This is on IMDb. This is is, is someone's synopsis. This is what they put (laughs) as a synopsis. They also cast uh, amateur D-list comedy actors who failed in their demo reels for Saturday Night Live. And just need something for the bills. And a movie will be so dated by pop culture references that you'd forget the film literally seconds out of, of seeing it. Yeah. That's funny. Like, like these guys could get back, could get filmed back into a theater, movie theater again. But anyway, come see this insulting pile of filth when it hits your local dumpster. That's hysterical. <laughs> I love that wow. somebody took their time. It was like, you know what? I'm just going to. I'm going to fix this. <laughs> I'm going to fix it. this. But he's whoever did that is fucking right. They don't even have their pic. They don't have their pictures yeah, anywhere. That's super accurate. That's funny. <laughs> Which is probably for the best. Like they don't. They. You know what? They're probably not real people. They're probably pseudonames of people who just don't want their names credited. I'm actually Maybe. now curious what they look like. Interesting. I got. I got. I got to now. I have to know now. All right. I have time for one more story. Let's see. Which one am I going to choose? Mm. Choose them wisely. 
do you want an Owen Wilson superhero movie or do you want to talk about Tarantino or Vin Diesel? Those are my options. Owen Wilson, please. <laughs> okay. I would go for or who is oh. Owen Wilson? <laughs> who is Owen for $400? <laughs> um, so this one uh, I wanted to talk about a little bit ago, a few weeks ago, um, but I didn't have too much information about it. Um, it's a Paramount movie. I think it might come to Paramount Plus, which would be upsetting. But I mean, hey, it's a movie and it has Owen Wilson. Uh, it's called Secret Headquarters. And uh, it has Michael Pena as well, which I think is a good team up. Um, it's supposed it's being pitched around as Home Alone set in a bat cave. In the way of, uh, it's a high concept family action movie about a kid who discovers the secret headquarters of the world's most powerful superhero hidden beneath his home and must defend it with his group of friends when villains attack. And it has Michael Pena, Owen Wilson, and I think this guy named Jesse Williams is attached as the villain who's from, I think he's from. Was that medical show? Grey's and he's in Grey's Anatomy and a few other TV shows. But yeah, it's called Secret Headquarters, and it comes out August twelfth, twenty twenty two. I like I like the main two actors who are. I wonder. I feel like Owen Wilson's going to play the dad of the person who lives above it, and Michael Pena. I don't know what this could be actually. You know he has what? The man, secret headquarters underneath his house. I am just so happy that Owen Wilson is back. Yes, and doing shit again. I agree. I'm not, watching him in not, I'm watching him in Loki and it's a good it's good to see him on the screen and act again. I've heard that he's really good on that show. Oh dude, this is directed by Did you already mention this? I'm sorry if you did. It's directed by the guys at the Project Power. Oh sweet. The I love, They also did Headquarters? Nerf. Yeah. Nice. They also did Nerf and they also did Paramount Lock 73 and 4. Let's not talk about that. But I really, really, really liked Project Power. I like the like way Project Power movie, looked too. That's another MGK movie. Great. Kelly's in that. Yeah, but he dies. He dies pretty. Spoiler. Early. Yeah, he's he's yeah, a, yeah. he's just in one scene. He. OPs. I love. Actually, you know what? Yeah, he wasn't bad in that. I didn't even recognize him until. Yeah, he's uh, all CGI in it. He's all CGI in it. Dude, yeah, no. Project Power is a lot of fun. So this sounds like it could be like in kind of like the same vein as that. But a little bit more funny. Yeah, they have all the kids cast, but they're not they're not memorable names. Except for Keith L. Williams. I believe he was in Good Boys. And people might recognize him if they see the the photo that I put up. <laughs> I um um what was I gonna say shit, 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 shit. Oh, this is also produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. So oh, yeah, I so Bruckheimer production, is, yeah. I didn't I wonder I, you know. if um this is like going like tie in. Ooh, uh, the cinematographer is Larry Fong, who is a very good cinematographer. He did he he did the Predator, the Tomorrow War. Well, those aren't well, very good examples. They look good. Now, <laughs> now you see me, director of photography for Kong, Skull Island, Batman vs Superman, Dawn of Justice, Sucker Punch, Super Eight, Watchmen, Three Hundred. So he's wait a second, dude. He's, a, he's, he's a, also. Also going to be doing the Chippendale Rescue Rangers live action CGI That's hybrid. That's by movie. the Lonely Island guys. That's directed yeah. by Akiva Schaefer. And it stars Andy Samberg as Dale and John Mulaney as Chip. Chip and Dale. That was announced a while ago. And it's probably almost that. done then. I want that. I want that. I yeah, want it's that. It's a live action version. 
with probably what do you call that again that type of animation uh live action um animated hybrid hybrid kind of is the word i'm bullshit. looking for yeah hybrid it's yeah a hybrid i hope it's not going to be i hope that they just focus on the, the i think it's the, a disney the, plus movie but i think it's yeah i hope it's good uh, i hope they just focus on the rangers though and they don't have like fucking like <laughs> james marston just walking around dude i swear to god if james marsden does it man i'm going to lose my shit i don't think i'm gonna call it already i think they already have the cast for that so there's already people on it i'm gonna call him though if he does do it i'm gonna send him an email and be like but stop doing so, hybrid movies just stick with you're Sonic. good be your yeah. only one you're a good actor homie you're a good singer he's if you're he was a great singer in hairspray don't do it but anyways uh, secret yeah, headquarters. It, it doesn't seem like they have or um, um, Chip and Dale the rescue. It, they don't have any big actors for the live action people. It looks like they're all just no names, and then just John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. So I think they will just focus on them. Hopefully, it looks mm. like because if they were going to focus on human characters, they would cast bigger characters. I feel like. But. Yeah, it says here that Seth Rogen's going to make a cameo appearance too. Oh, all right. I guess that's okay. <laughs> don't you don't you love it when people announce that the <laughs> cameo? He's gonna be in a surprising cameo. <laughs> Not anymore. No. Seth Rogen is gonna be in a surprise role. Oh wait, shit. Did we just say surprise? Fuck, guys. Okay. Um, <clears throat> just kidding. We we cut him out. He's not in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oopsie Daisy, Patrick Swayze. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's our show. Oh yeah, oh, cool. and answer answer to yet another text message. He backpedaled <laughs> hardcore after my message. He backpedaled. Sorry, like wrong number. <laughs> yeah, I love it when people like flip out and then like once like I learned this Logic from my dropped. brother. I learned this from my brother where like like don't get like especially if you know for a fact what people are saying is bullshit. Do not come off defensive. Like just literally just just start using big words. And 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 be be super mature about it, and then they'll they'll immediately be like, yeah. oh well, because now he's like he's like, oh well, I didn't, I didn't realize, you know. Now you put it that way. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, buddy. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> As I just said all that, guys, you have to just be mature. Now I'm just talking shit on you in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> his name is his Instagram account is you. <laughs> Go scream yeah. at him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's hilarious. I'm just sitting there like, you gotta take the mature route, but I'm talking about it on <laughs> what, what hot shit am I on right now, dude? Who the hell do I think I am? All right, well, sweet dude. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh subscribe to our YouTube, follow us on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts, and um yeah, tell your friends about everything that we do. We should probably can't even hear that. We should, we should have the mics at right on our mouse all the time. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the history of popcorn. I am your. Did you even do a? Did we do a, a intro? Oh, we didn't introduce our names, but yeah, I said welcome to history of popcorn, your secret public movie club. But I didn't say our names, so hopefully no one forgot. Yeah. Hell with it. And I'm Justin. And this was the show. It was great to uh great to do this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> great great to do it week. again. Join us next week when we talk about hmm, maybe Vin Diesel, maybe uh maybe uh some other people, Polly Shore again, uh, maybe. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about Polly Shore. Well, sweet dude. Cool.
Go up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I got, I got to. <laughs> you just, what happened there? <laughs> I, I just turned back into my into, into someone else. Like, my yes. body just, like, transforms. <laughs> you just look so confused by that. You just. No, I have, I have a. I didn't know I my heads weird... could make that noise. <laughs> Oh, there's some weird scab on my on my <laughs> put like a little stab to your hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is the meaning of this? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> All right, yeah, hey, only for you. you next one, I'll talk to you in the next one. <laughs> Sounds good, dude. Bye, guys. Adios. See you next week. Everyone, have a good week. Bye. <laughs>